0: On a break. We were on a break.
1: We were on a break. We really were on a break. Welcome into the They Were On a Break podcast. We are on season four, episode 17, the one with the free porn. Woo-hoo. We're Katie and Chloe. Um, we also love free porn. Now, what i was thinking immediately when i saw the title was this in a time when porn was not free at the disposal of all of our fingertips at any time that we wanted
0: no this was the time where you had to go out and buy magazines you had to buy videos you had to go and have like pay per view channels mm, you were you were paying for the for the nudity you're essentially you're paying for pleasure
1: so that's why there was like all of these like video store references and blah, blah, blah. Cause it was like the blockbuster of
0: like, you know, sexy video stores, right? Okay. What this a t- was, I, cause this was before like, I mean, there was internet porn, I'm sure. Right. But, but you, but you probably had to pay. Probably. And also, it was probably a lot harder to watch because there was like dial up and all of that bullshit.
1: You know what I have always found so confusing is that they have
0: porn movie theaters and you can't jack off in there. I know. Why what are they expecting people to do when they go to these movies? Why would you go? Like, what like you <laughs> Can't you, like, pay extra to
1: take your dick out? What is it, like, indecent exposure? (laughs) What's the issue here?
0: Yeah, I've, that's something that I thought was weird about this episode, is I was like, why are they just, like, casually watching porn? Like, what is the point of this? Like, they're watching it with their friends fully clothed. Right. Wouldn't they be, like, turned on after a while? Like, I don't know. To be honest, I don't really like this episode, and I never watch it, and it's because I hate this storyline.
1: Well... And the porn that they show, and I know that it's like in a different time, but like that's not making me want to spread my legs and touch my clit. Like they were like putting <laughs> that was really vulgar, by the way. Please excuse me. There was uh um, well, explicit in the description. <laughs> I always do. I'm always like, it's me, E. Um. They're, like, putting shaving cream on some, like, Richard, hairy-looking man. And I'm like, is this what people are fucking, like, yeah,
0: yeah, I love it. They, I I would really love to know what the corporate censor notes were, uh, or what the network Mm -hmm. censor notes were for this episode, because they obviously couldn't show any actual porn. Right, 100%. But still, like, where is that video
1: going? They're going to suck whipped cream off his dick, I guess. (laughs) But even still, that's not that's not doing it for me here. You know, I don't know. But porn was different, I guess, back then.
0: Back in the day.
1: Yeah, maybe it wasn't so explicit.
0: Now, Katie, before we dive into the episode, I think Mm -hmm. it's important to give some... Uh, give a full circle moment to our listeners, because we talked about the hurricane a lot last week.
1: (laughs) You (laughs) talked about the hurricane like it was going to tear through I
0: said nothing. I cued up a sound cue so that we could talk about it, you guys. So as you know, last week we talked about the fact that Hurricane Hillary was coming to touchdown in California, the first hurricane that Los Angeles had seen since 1939. (laughs) (laughs) And we had no idea what our fates would be. We were preparing for power outages. People were panic buying. They were. But guess what, Katie? What? Here's my sound cue. (laughs) Ah. We survived the hurricane, ladies and gentlemen.
1: I... So we have had... A lot of rain this past year, I feel like. Like, this rain, at some point, we had really bad rain. Where I was, like, scared to drive my little Mini Cooper in it. Hurricane Hillary did not bring that energy. <laughs> not To really. us, at least. To us. Other places got flooded as fuck. But we did not, luckily. Yes. But let me tell you. Working at a dispensary and having, like, so there's the small talk. Right, of like everyone, there's usually a certain topic that everybody is talking about. During COVID, it was like, you're still wearing a mask. You know, it was like that type of bullshit. Yeah. And then this one was like, well, you know, there's a hurricane coming. Is there? Is there? <laughs> I I don't know. But then they also, like other people cause panic because they came in and they're like, yeah, we went to the grocery store down the street and it's like COVID all over again. And I kept being like, what do I fucking even buy? Water? A candle? I don't even know. <laughs> but we had not a single power outage. Just no. hardly anything happened.
0: It was literally a day of massive rain and some wind, at least where I was. And then mm-hmm. my work texted me, because this was on a Sunday, and they were like, don't come in tomorrow, because like the mm. hurricane's supposed to be crap, like, ah. Mm. And then... I woke up the next day and it was beautiful and sunshiny and perfect. And I was like, thanks for the fucking free day off.
1: (laughs) See, uh, my job, we are open 365 days a year and for the hurricane, they bought a case of water and some tea lights. So it was not the same
0: vibe, but it was okay. (laughs) I mean, it's important. You know what you, you are serving the masses. Mm -hmm, You're giving them mm All of the cannabis that they could ever want. Well, and that was and what it was like. That. Everybody,
1: everybody was coming in, being like, "I'm stocking up for the hurricane, rel." <laughs> and I'm like, "Bitch, I work on Monday. No, I'm
0: not." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "Trust me, the only thing I'm going to have if we get stranded is weed." I'm good. I'm covered with the Kush. <laughs> <laughs> covered with the Kush.
1: <laughs> oh man yeah but yeah hurricane hillary was uh was whatever she was fine we made it through from us yeah i mean she was so light for me that my leaks didn't even leak leak like they did <laughs>
0: during that like winter
1: rain that we had
0: yeah i ready. loved it i love rain but i was kind of low-key disappointed that it wasn't an actual hurricane
1: i was fine i don't want that i i live here i don't live places that have hurricanes don't want them don't bring them i'm all set um <laughs> thank you so much We're good. <laughs> i'm good thanks <laughs>
0: Oh, I should also let people know, I mean, we're mm. prone to taking extended breaks on this show anyway. Just
1: sporadic
0: extended breaks. This one's more I planned, meant. but we did
1: forget to warn you. Came in a little
0: hot. <laughs> we will be off for the next three weeks because I'm going to Europe. I'm sorry. I My brain, what if I like did a podcast by myself if you did if, tell you if you surprise, I would listen to it so hard Katie yeah I wouldn't be mad I would be like this is so funny and I love that she's like giving me this surprise gift <laughs> I wish you'd done that You're for like, this episode I'm I hate going
1: it. <laughs> to Europe and I'm like wait listen to my stoned funny idea please <laughs> my god anyway where are you going what are you doing I'm so excited for you
0: we are going to Barcelona, Spain, Lisbon, Portugal, and the Salt of France. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the hand motions that also went with that last one was incredible.
0: You're really doing it up over there, my babes. You really are hitting the ground running. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. My friend is getting married in France. That's why we're going. We decided to make it a whole thing. And I can't believe it's actually happening. I leave that is so fun. on Friday. That is so, so fun. I just wanted to do a disclaimer
1: now. If you get married in Paris, I am not (laughs) going to be in your
0: wedding. Love you. I will not be doing a destination wedding because I could not. I wanted to. I threw around the idea of having like a cheap wedding in Mexico. um, Mm -hmm. But this was before we got engaged and realized that old people exist. And and that we know and love them. And that we can't make them travel to Mexico to watch us get married. Your wedding isn't about you,
1: it's about all of the old people in your life. I hope that, and so if you ever have kids, it isn't for you, it's for the old (laughs) people in your life. So know it now. And Mm -hmm. everything you do for the wedding and when you have babies, it's not right. It's not right. So know know that too.
0: You know, I've always heard that, but honestly, I'm not super worried about it because I am not the kind of person who, like, maybe I'm selfish. I don't know, but I'm not the kind of person who gets hung up in that shit. Like, if I, like, we're going wedding dress shopping, for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's say I put on a dress that every other person likes and I don't, like, I will have no problem being like, no. And if I try on a dress that no one else likes that I love, I will have no problem being like, no, I'm going to do this because I like it. And I just, I feel like like that's how most of my wedding decisions have been thus far.
1: For wedding dress shopping, aren't we all supposed to like have an opinion but not have an actual opinion? Like, we have to (laughs) wait to gauge what you feel before we're just like, that's a piece of shit, take it off your body. Like, if you love it, I hope no one is like, that's garbage. That's
0: garbage. (laughs) I don't don't consider it. (laughs) I don't think I'm bringing anyone who's gonna have that attitude I guess we'll see but I feel like most of the people I'm bringing are like borderline sociopathic with the level of support that they give me good thank
1: god (laughs) because the way you were setting that up I was like wait a second I'm pretty (laughs) sure we go in here very nice (laughs) we're not gonna tell you if we hate it
0: even if we did (laughs) I, I can't wait. That'll be after, after I come back from Europe, things are just gonna happen. You're just,
1: and then it's probably gonna, it will slow down for a bit until you get married because you're not getting married for at least another five years. <laughs> what if that was a running joke on the podcast too, where you were
0: literally prepping, like for just years for your wedding? <laughs> Even after I get married, actually we, happening. we don't tell the audience, we just like continue nope. to let them think... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I can't keep it in. I can't do a secret like that. <laughs> Everyone's going to know, know. Do they know when you're getting married? Um, The audience? I forget Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know if it was like a secret or not. I mean, I'm not going to say the exact day or well, when. No. <laughs> so the day next and year. the address. <laughs> next fall. Next fall, you guys. That's what it's <laughs> happening. Yeah, I'm going to post some pictures of my dresses on the story. You guys can uh, vote for your favorite one. Leave me some nasty comments. (laughs) Leave me some nasty comments. (laughs) By nasty, I will accept both sexually nasty and just mean. Want to bend that bitch over? (laughs) Pull that dress up? Consummate that marriage for her. So good. Well, now that we've gotten into the sexy talk, should we get into the one Ooh. with the free porn? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. This episode aired on March 26th, 1998. It was directed by our boy, Michael Lembeck. He's back. Mm-hmm. Written by Mark J. Coonerth and Richard Goodman. So they thought we're going to have
1: Phoebe find something out so intense. And then the other storyline, let's just have them watching porn. <laughs> they said, yes, that's a perfect idea. Let's make it into an episode. Great.
0: And here's the thing. So many important things happened in this episode. And I mm-hmm. always miss it because I go, oh, the free porn one. And then I skip it. Can I be honest? Yes. Watched the episode last night. Watched it.
1: I have no idea what happens when so I'm gonna skip forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. He goes to London. Mm-hmm. She comes to New York. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? I don't. I remember the the them turning off the the porn and then it being on again. I remember everything. <laughs> what the fuck happens with them?
0: Well, should we start with the Ross and Emily storyline? <laughs>
1: Yeah, because I'm dying to know. And I literally stopped the episode and I was like, but what happened? Because he said, I love you. She said, thank you. And then they, but
0: then (laughs) I literally am so confused. Is it next episode? (laughs) No, she, well, okay, we'll get into it. So tell me. So Ross is with Monica. He's talking about the fact that he just dropped Emily off at the airport and he's so sad Mm -hmm. and blah, 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 blah. And Monica is like, "Oh my God, you're in love with her. You have to go back to the airport and go tell her that you love her, which is a common rom-com trope, which we will of course see later in this show in the finale right um, and then
1: but also like Monica, can you calm down? <laughs> She's so
0: manic in this episode.
1: Like uh, babe, she just left. <laughs> maybe let's give it a minute. And where did your really bad haircut come from, Monica? What is going on here, sweetie? Was she doing another movie?
0: (laughs) I don't know. Like, they're still in that awkward regrowth stage, I guess. I I don't
1: know if, like, it was just the way this one was styled with the clip or what. But I even, like, wrote a note. Like, oh, this is a rough haircut, Mon. (laughs) What's
0: going on? Here's the thing. Um... I feel like maybe Courtney Cox was just excited that they gave her something because I realized (laughs) that, like, we have barely had a Monica storyline like this whole fucking season. Like, the last storyline she had was what? When she was going to start the catering company and then she got Mm -hmm. that restaurant job and everyone hated her. But I feel like that was, like, at least, like, six episodes ago. Like, what has she been doing this whole time? She's kind of just, like, kind of popping in and out of other people's storylines. True.
1: Is that why her acting is so intense? (laughs) But, I mean, I guess it's, I guess it's supposed to be because she's so excited for him to go to the airport and tell her that she really loves her. It's weird. She's like, finally, they'll let me speak. (laughs) Like, it's, the whole thing is just really intense.
0: Yeah, she really takes over this storyline. She's like you're gonna live out the fantasy this is the romantic like fantasy you have to go and track her down Her acting
1: feels like she took somebody by the shoulders and shook them Repeatedly, while their head went back and forth <laughs> like a baby would have gotten shaken baby syndrome, had they been in Monica's arms during this speech. And That's it was what it felt
0: like throughout the entire episode too. Episode, like there's no peaks Un- and valleys until the very end
1: when she's just really <laughs> sexily saying it to her brother too, because of all of the porn. Like I.
0: It's too much. It's too much. Oh, I'm so stressed much. about
1: their relationship sometimes. It's <laughs> weird. Uh, I
0: did clock a lot of weird sibling dynamics in this episode because she's like, the boys have free porn. Like, go watch it. And then later, although I did think this was funny, later when she's like, that could be you and Emily. And she's pointing into the porn. <laughs> that <laughs> joke I actually I mean, okay. Really
1: funny. If there's just, like, porn on a TV and I'm standing in the room with my family. That isn't awkward. Like That isn't awkward? It's, no, it's just porn. If my dad whips his dick out, that's awkward. I think it's but awkward like, no
0: matter what.
1: Like It's, okay, if like, I mean, okay, here's where I would understand it. Like, if I were flipping through, like, channels, and all of a sudden, some girl was getting railed from behind, I probably would be like, Matt! Come in here, there is porn on your TV, bro, and I don't know where it came from. So, in that instance, fine. I don't want to, let me clear up. I don't want to sit around and watch porn with my family, but like, it's not sexual if it's just porn on a TV. You know what I mean? Like, if it's just like porn, like, it's porn. <laughs>
0: Maybe it's fun, people. I came from the prude family. We never talked about sex, like we didn't. Oh, okay. We didn't talk about like genitalia, like mm. not, like we weren't See, like I'm gonna kick you in the dick or like anything my, like that, you know.
1: My dad was on the radio, and people would call in, and he would ask them what kind of rack they had hanging off them. <laughs> so for me, it was just very like sex was like you know it was sex. You know, it's whatever. That's why I'm like, (laughs) it wouldn't be that awkward. There was one time (laughs) where I needed to use a suitcase. And my mom said, go ahead and grab the suitcase uh, that's in the closet. Great. Grab the suitcase and I'm wheeling it down. It's heavy. I'm like, she told me it was empty. So I'm in the hallway and I lay it down and I open it. It is fully filled with porn. DVDs, just the most porn my fifteen year old self had ever seen, <laughs> and I yelled down at my. Mo- I said, "Mom, yeah, it's filled with with porn," and then I just hear her go, "Mark," <laughs> and so apparently, at the radio station. <gasps> they would send in a lot of porn. Like, all of the porn companies would send them in porn. He didn't know what to do with all of it, so he put it in the smallest suitcase
0: and and it was just there. That is so funny. And I just thought it... And I- it
1: wasn't one of those things where I was, like, grossed out about, because I knew he wasn't using it. Uh-huh. He just didn't know what to do with all <laughs> of the porn. And then my brother was they like, yeah. They were still then,
0: sealed. <laughs> oh,
1: yes. No, literally, they were, like, sealed DVDs. And then my brother eventually got wind of it. And later in life, I was he was like, yeah, I went through it so excited to, like, get free porn, but it was all the garbage shit that nobody would even <laughs> want to fucking watch. <laughs> So, yeah, that's the uh, that's the story that's so about my family funny. and porn, and I thought it's a fun one to share for today.
0: Oh, my God, that would have been, like, a whole, like, episode at my home. We would have had to go to church that night or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's Your mom so... probably would have been more like, honey, why is there so much porn in a suitcase? My mom was like, oh... I, I forgot it was in that one. She knew about it. <laughs> she just was pissed that, that I had so found funny.
0: it. I love that. <laughs> the porn suitcase. Now, porn aside, Ross mm-hmm. tracks Emily down at the airport. I love that there's this running gag of her having these enormous Toblerone bars. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Toblerone. What, what is I, it? I've I, never had one. Oh. Ah, oh it's like oh. a... It's like <laughs> trying... <laughs> You literally went, oh,
1: ah. You made noises you didn't know you were going (laughs) to make.
0: Y'all should have seen her face. I was trying to form a sentence, but then (laughs) you literally said,
1: oh, ah. I can't move on from this. Her her arms were up. (laughs) Her eyes were open and so was her mouth, but nothing else was working. It's a little free porn from <laughs> yours truly. <laughs> if that is what you sound like, oh, ha, ah.
0: <laughs> we need to get you a to fucking go to up. fucking- Get to better help. <laughs> no, just get you a fucking piece of duct tape and suck you up. <laughs> oh my god. Toblerone. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, they're shaped like little mountains, like they're little, it's like a bar of chocolate, but each piece is like a little triangle. Okay. And I think it's like toffee or something that's like mixed throughout. Is it crunchy? Yeah. Okay. And it's so good. And you know I don't like chocolate, but I love Toblerone chocolate. I didn't know you don't like chocolate. I, I don't really like chocolate. I'll eat it every so often, but I never ever crave it. I don't like If I have to choose chocolate or something else, it's usually going to be something else. Is it, like, you don't like solid chocolate or you don't like chocolate things? I I just, like, it's just the flavor. It's, like, hmm. I don't, like, hate it. Like, if every so often, if we're getting dessert or something, and there's, like, if it's, like, hot fudge, I'm in it, you know? Hot fudge is something,
1: because I, like, I don't really like uh, chocolate kisses or, like, chocolate bars. I'm not... I'm not into that, but like a good slice of chocolate cake, I don't like yes. chocolate cake.
0: or Chocolate like, frosting, I'm okay with.
1: Okay, it, but I don't like uh, like chocolate chips. I don't yeah. like
0: that type of chocolateiness. so I, I do understand what you mean. If it's like a little bit, like if it's like a donut with like a little bit of chocolate on top or something, like yeah. fine, but like now, it's just not my fave.
1: Is this one of those things that's, like, super annoying that, like, you tell people and they're like, oh, how could you go your whole life and not crave chocolate? (laughs) Because I feel like that is what everyone's reaction would be and it would just make me slap people.
0: It is their reaction, but I kind of get it because, like, it's so ingrained that, like, women love chocolate. Like, (laughs) Breakup, like that whole like breakup thing of like, she's gonna sit on her couch and eat chocolate. Like I kind of, I get it. So I'm never really annoyed. I'm just like, yeah, I don't have an explanation for you. It's just my mouth. That's how it used to be when I would tell
1: people that I had like never tried avocado and I had Mm -hmm. never tried guacamole. Like it was a huge deal. But I was, I remember I got it one time accidentally like on a sandwich And it was so, like, it, like, slipped out of my sandwich or something. And I was like, ew. I (laughs) now love it. It is such a wonderful, like, buttery, like, deliciousness thing that I love. But I, and like or when I hadn't had hummus. That was a big Mm -hmm. deal, too. Just everybody was losing their shit over that. That's
0: kind of strange. Like, I'd be less surprised to hear that someone hasn't had hummus.
1: In L.A., that's, it's a, hummus is... Is a thing, and interestingly enough, the first time I ever tried hummus was at Disney World, <laughs> out of one of those like little Sabra cups that because we were just like dying. Ass, it's so good, it's but we so were good. just dying for like a little snack, and I tried it, and I was like, "Fuck, this is really good." I, I get why people love this. Yeah, it's incredible, but yeah, now. I do love avocado and whatever else I was talking about, because my brain deleted it and I don't know what I was saying, but I do like
0: whatever it was I was talking about. <laughs> now, Ross pulls Emily aside, gives her all this preamble. If, yeah. If I was her, I'd be like, bitch, I got a board. What is it? Yeah. What's going on what, here? What's 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 up? Did someone die or do you love me? Um mm-hmm. and it turns out that he loves her. And they Mm. hug, and they have this moment, and then she just goes, thank you, Mm -hmm, and leaves. mm -hmm. Well, I mean. What is she supposed to do?
1: I'm not in my best state of mind as I'm getting onto an airplane. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to just, like, fucking side attack me and then be like, love you, Bitch, I have two Dramamine and like 100 milligrams of edibles in my system. (laughs) I have no idea what you're saying. I'm like, what? And I don't even have headphones on. I'm like, I can't hear you. I have no idea. What? (laughs) So I also would have been like, thanks. But her reasoning for saying thanks is not what we thought.
0: Well, it's kind of weird because, oh, my cat's feeder is going off. I was
1: gonna be like, is that my laundry? And then I was like, wait, I'm not doing laundry.
0: <laughs> cats feeder is going off. Here's the thing that would annoy me, because I'm mm-hmm. such a time oriented person. And especially when I'm traveling, oh here comes the food. I hope that it's not too loud. <laughs> it's fine. The cats Who are cares? waiting. Cats are literally Listen, waiting like this. Like
1: like we have said in the past, this is not a professional podcast. This is our podcast. I want, to, <coughs> I, I want to. I just lit a joint and I'm coughing. If I want to smoke during it, fine. If you want to eat saltines, yeah, fine. If your no cats no. want to eat food, fine. I love
0: it when their food goes off because they like their little sound goes off for the feeder, and then they yeah. come and they each stand at a bowl and they just do this. They Just look. And for then they it. just like I mean, stare for like a solid ten seconds, and then it comes out.
1: I would probably do the same thing too. Imagine if like. I knew every day, like, oh, the alarm's going off. I need to go grab my hot food. that would be incredible. I would just stand there and wait for it. It'd be like the Spy Kids um you know, a microwave that would just make McDonald's appear.
0: Every time the feeder goes off, Nolan goes, oh, cats get their num-nums.
1: What is that?
0: Num-nums, like snacks.
1: Oh, is that, I, it's not from something? <laughs> no,
0: it just makes me laugh. <laughs>
1: I thought you were quoting something that I was supposed to know no. with the way you said that. <laughs> I'm quoting it. I'm quoting
0: my, my Nolan. Also,
1: let me just say, the other day I decided to do mushrooms for the first time. And one of the things that got me so bad was
0: your boyfriend's, He, what are they called? The Instagram. It's like, I don't know. It's that thing on Instagram where, like, someone can either put a little piece like a of music. Status. Yeah, or they can yeah. put, like, a status.
1: But he put thumbs up. Barbie movie was so good. Thumbs up. I cry laughed <gasps> at that for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> fucked <laughs> up on mushrooms. <laughs> I thought, I, just something about, like, the like men and their thumbs up just like thumbs up barbie was a great movie thumbs up i I just like i don't know it just made me lose
0: my mind this is so this is so specific but like okay men love the thumbs up emoji and men love the cool guy emoji with the sunglasses yes and when we first started dating i got for some reason so irrationally annoyed that Nolan would respond to everything with the cool guy's sunglasses emoji. (laughs) So to mess with him, I like, I Google image searched um, like sunglasses emoji and like the images came up and they were giant. And then I like saved the photo so that anytime he sent me like a regular emoji, I would send back an enormous sunglasses guy emoji (laughs) that would take up the entire phone screen. (laughs) That's what I want you to do. When he is not around and you can get his
1: phone, change the sentences in his phone when he goes to type to send you a big, like, a regular emoji. Change it to a big emoji so that when he's sending emojis, they're huge and he has no idea what's going on to everybody.
0: Please, at some point, do this. Uh, I love a giant emoji. It makes me laugh. (laughs) By the way, (laughs) would you do mushrooms again?
1: Yes. um, I... I absolutely loved it, and I had an incredible time. My head was super fucky the next day. I didn't think about that. Like, I didn't think about, like, I don't know, it using all of my happy stuff and then, like, not having as much of it the next day. And I went to Disneyland the next day. Mm-hmm. So I was just extra, like, it's hot, and there's people and me. Your but senses the are actual heightened. Yes, that was just it. The actual shroom experience was fucking awesome. I had the greatest mm-hmm. day of my life. I, like... Went and laid at a park for two hours, and, <laughs> like, colors were so... I micro-dosed, but I kept micro-dosing. Mm-hmm. So I just kept taking, like, little amounts of it. And it never got to be where I was, like, tripping balls, because that isn't what I want, but it was, like... my uh, my thoughts are often super mean to me Mm -hmm. but all of my thoughts were so nice and hilarious (laughs) like I remember texting my sister like every selfie that I take is the greatest thing that I have ever seen (laughs) and I know I don't look that good like I would take a selfie and be like you ethereal little angel, little baby. I can't even believe that you exist on this planet. You're so <laughs> cute. But, like, I knew that I was, like, okay, this isn't, it's untrue. It's but, yeah, me. it was fucking awesome. I would literally tell anybody to do it. I got super afraid of them because somebody told me, like, yeah, you got to do so many of them that you have, like, ego death and you die and have this experience of death and life. And I was, like, that sounds awesome Awful. I don't <laughs> want that at all. Like no. If you've ever taken an edible, it was almost like it was like a different type of edible that I had never experienced mm-hmm. that put me in the greatest fucking mood. When they're like, it gets rid of your depression, your anxiety, or whatever. It totally does. Now I may have taken like too much for it to be a, an actual microdose to where you don't feel like fucked the next day because my head felt fucky. It was. Yeah. It was different. It wasn't bad. But it wasn't great the next day, but I would definitely do it again. But not when you're going to go to Disneyland. Don't do that.
0: <laughs> not when you have a shroom hangover.
1: Yeah, there was a little bit of that, but it was fucking incredible. <laughs> I loved it. I will definitely do it again.
0: I, I like mushrooms. I've taken them once and they were really fun. We should Did you do together. a lot of it to like trip or just enough to like feel funny. Uh, I tripped, I was seeing things, I was eating spaghetti, and I was like, the bowl's refilling itself, like, I oh was, my god, see, it I like, don't want that, time, like, the first, the first, like, two hours on it felt like eight hours, and then, okay. like, the last couple of hours on it felt like five seconds, like, interesting, time was all okay. screwy, but it was really fun, I went to the mountains, it, I went to Big Bear with my friends, we got a cabin, we did some shrooms. We watched Harry Potter. It was amazing. That does sound like a lot of fun, but I don't want, cause I, well,
1: and I don't know what my brain would do on shrooms. But like, I have a tendency to freak out if I'm not in control. Mm-hmm. Like, I and like, I remember sitting at the park, and there was a moment where I could really tell that everything was like set it like settling in, and I was like, I need to go home. Yeah. Like, I'm afraid now that like I'm gonna get trapped at the park. And my walk home felt like it was actually five hours long. And it was, it, <laughs> the park is so close to my house, but, like, I wasn't, like, my, I felt like I was, like, dragging my legs. Like, they didn't, they, my body wasn't working. I was like, I need to go home before someone's like, are you drunk on 11 a.m. on a Tuesday? I'm
0: something, babe. I'm like, something. I'm tripping.
1: <laughs> I'm just, I'm on shrooms. I don't know, babe. I forgot but what were yeah, talking awesome. about, friends. We are. We haven't um, even finished. A bit. <laughs> we haven't there's even porn. Finished there's not. Emily. There's babies. It's a right. lot.
0: Now Ross is pissed at Monica for making him say "I love you," because but he if he didn't feels that back. way, then why is he mad? It's just like I. I don't think that you should say "I love you" to hear "I love you" back. You should say "I love no. you" because you feel it and you can't hold it in anymore. Exactly. And also, like, if he wanted it, like, if he wanted to give her more of an opportunity to process and like talk about it. Uh, He shouldn't have gone to the airport. That was kind of a bad idea. And yes, Monica encouraged him to do it, whatever. But like, he made the choice. You don't have to listen. Yeah.
1: You don't have to do what your sister is screaming at you to go do.
0: (laughs) I do like her. It's not over. You're over. (laughs) And then I wrote, meanwhile, we go back to Ross's apartment with his ugly ass sheets that we have not seen in forever. His sheets that look like the color of Olive Garden. It is (laughs) true. The color of Olive Garden. (laughs) Yum. Emily calls him. Love her look here with the claw clip and the mesh Mm -hmm. black shirt kind of thing. And she tells him about Colin. There's another guy. A twist in the tale. Shouldn't he have known? I am, like, for all that we saw of them, like, running around having fun together for two weeks, like, we never got to see them have any kind of conversation about, like, what, like, they are, you know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like if it
1: had, if we had been together for, like, two weeks and, like, all of this stuff, like, I would have felt a little bit disrespected that it was like you go home yeah and then like now all of a sudden like you're back home and you're like and now i'm gonna make a decision like shit all right well cool i didn't fucking know that and like if i'm having sex with somebody and you tell me like hey i'm kind of seeing somebody else i'm not gonna like put all my walls down or put more cards into it you know what i mean and even though it was just like a whirlwind like they didn't know it was gonna happen like type of a thing i just feel like and especially with his trust issues yeah he should have been told you know like i don't yeah, know yeah you would it just
0: thought at some point they she would be like hey i'm like seeing this other guy and it's not exclusive but like you should know because i feel like our feelings are like like
1: developing. if they're fucking
0: i feel like she she he should know also, I feel like if the roles were reversed, like if Rachel was like dating some British guy for two weeks and then he went back to England and then she found out that there was like another girl there, he would be like villainized. A hundred percent. Yeah. It, it, it just
1: I, I my note here is that's crazy and kind of dishonest.
0: <laughs> it does <laughs> come out of left field like and it yeah. was really unnecessary this, like, episode does something that I don't really like, where it, like, creates a problem for, like, five minutes that it then resolves, like, super quickly. Like, mm-hmm. they don't have to create some other guy. Like, no. that didn't have to. Like Why can't she
1: just not be ready to say I love you? Yeah,
0: like, the issue could have been, like, I don't know, because we weren't supposed to, like, find each other, and we did, and I wasn't prepared for that, and now I'm, like, back here, and I don't know how to feel, like... That's way more realistic to me than like a five minute resolution of like, I like this guy. Oh, never mind. I broke up with him and I love you. It's... I don't love it. I don't love it
1: for Emily. I don't
0: love it for her. Well, Monica loves it. She twists this into the romance (laughs) of the century. (laughs) She's like, now you have to go to London. Now you have to like, and he, of course he listens to her again how much money does Ross have to make an impromptu flight to England? And then when she's not there and he calls Monica, she's just like, well, give it a couple hours and then come back home. I'm like, what? Like, you're in England now. You paid like, a thousand dollars to fly over there.
1: Like, shouldn't he at least see some sights? <laughs>
0: at least go to your son's namesake, Big Ben. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Go see the clock in person, bro. Instead, he just sits on the stoop for four hours in the rain. That is
1: not the move that I would make. I would, like, go and get a hotel and then come back when it's not 3
0: a.m. and and storming. (laughs) I'd be like, you know what? Why don't I just call her? (laughs) Well,
1: also, she tells you that she is unsure and that she's seeing somebody else, so naturally you fly to where she is Mm -hmm. to
0: stalk her? Joey made that point, and I was like, damn, a rare excellent point by joey
1: he's like this is fucking
0: creepy she told you she wasn't sure and now you're just gonna show up like i'm not a fan of anyone just showing up at my door let alone some person who's supposed to be in a completely different country it's that
1: if you were 20 minutes down the road fine italy fine but if you're fucking having to catch a really
0: expensive long flight Super, super weird. And once again, we don't know what Emily does. No idea. Why is she can take all this time off of work? Um, That's so true. Oh, my what God. Is she what doing? does she do? Now, I do think that this scene where she shows up at the purple apartment, mm-hmm. like, he's in England. She shows up to go meet him. Like, this scene is kind of cool. Oh, yeah, Katie, this is what happens. I don't know if it's all coming back to you, but... This is when she like tries to call her answering machine in the hopes that he's there and then he can hear her message on the answering machine, which is so romantic, but like ultimately kind of ends up getting forgotten about because this episode isn't super strong. And I forgot it. (laughs) It's like this should be such a big romantic moment because it's kind of cool. Like he is, like he's out in the rain. He's like she went to him. He went to her. He's out in the rain. He's listening to her answering machine, where she actually does say like, "Hey, I ended things with Colin, and I love you." And he goes, "Oh, thank you." <laughs> that part, is, yes, I do. I do enjoy. But I don't. What
1: is this? This is weird. Why aren't they just communicating? So you guys aren't sure if you love each other and then you guys are flying around. Like just fucking sit on your couch
0: and sit down. I literally. What's happening? I think it's the Colin thing. I think if they had it, if they had done what we just suggested where it was just that she didn't know if she was ready, it would seem a lot more romantic. But it kind of gives you whiplash to be like. Oh, okay, she's seeing someone else. Oh, okay, well, and now I guess she's not. Oh, okay, now she's in the United States, and he's over there. Like, it's just a lot, and I feel like it takes away from the moment of him, like, listening to the answering machine and, like, hearing mm-hmm. I love you and all of that.
1: And also, can't you guys just let them have a romantic moment? Why do you have to have her make a joke about her neighbor listening? Bugger off. you got to... We've always got to take these nice moments and just put a joke in there. It's the calm. And I'm like, come on. Like, when Rachel runs back to kiss Ross and he can't get the door unlocked, it's the same shit. Just let it fucking happen naturally for once in your goddamn life.
0: <laughs> well, that is the Ross and Emily storyline for this episode. I had completely okay. forgotten about it. Mm-hmm, um, so had I. And there's a, I feel like there's a lot of episodes where they go to the airport. And I always get it confused for the one where Carol and Susan are finally back, which I think is maybe next week. Oh, okay. where she and Susan are gay together. Um, oh, that's right. But that one also yes. takes place at the airport a lot. So then like I get them confused. Yeah, that makes sense. We're just really headed to JFK. Now let's talk about the porn. We already talked about it a little bit. <laughs> I was like what do you mean (laughs) Joey and Chandler find free porn this is kind of going back to our previous conversation I wrote down that I thought it was weird that like they're flipping through the channels they start watching this free porn and then Trigger who was like fixing something in their bathroom walks in and instead of being like this is weird I came to fix their toilet and now they're like watching porn while I'm here like he's just like hey like you need (laughs) no (laughs) naked ladies
1: huh (laughs) and I knew what you were saying because I have dyslexia you said that out loud and I said "Mm -hmm, yeah naked ladies am I right like naked ladies are hot
0: (laughs) um I mean this is their like interpretation of men in the 90s
1: that's true
0: I mean I can't even imagine
1: like Coming out and seeing somebody watching porn and me being like, "Fuck yeah, porn!" You guys have a good <laughs> night, okay? I just fixed the sink. Like, have a good so one, babies. Like that's so weird. But like, are you guys good? What's happening? Guys love tits, so he doesn't care. <laughs> I mean, listen, not wrong, but still, there weren't even
0: any boobs. <laughs> I think that's like, that's why I don't. I I just feel like this plot line just like isn't funny. Mm-mm. Like, there's barely any jokes. The joke is that they just don't want to turn it off, and then they just, like, watch porn incessantly. I'm like, I'm sorry. I already meet enough, like, porn-addicted Reddit bros, like, in my day-to-day life. I don't need to see mm-hmm. it on All the Friends. Time. That's true. And they, yes. like, play it like, oh, like, this is just how guys are. And I hate shit like that, where it's just like, guys just love porn. <laughs> Stuff like that, I don't know. To me, it's just, like, so, like, I don't know. It's just, like, so surface level. It's just so, like, this is a stereotype that adds to the problem. You know what I mean? I get it. Yeah, no, 100%. Not to get on my soapbox, but (laughs) I do love the conversation that they have with Rachel where she's like, you know, my boyfriend Joshua doesn't even like porn, (laughs) And they're like, oh, yeah, did he say the lighting's bad? Did he say the stories are bad? Yeah, he watches porn for sure. (laughs) I feel like I actually
1: had this conversation with somebody recently, and I don't remember who it was, but they were saying that their boyfriend or their ex-boyfriend did not like porn. And I was like, that is not true, but okay.
0: I mean, I could believe it because I don't like porn and I don't watch porn, but I'm also like a woman. So I feel like people expect that more like
1: I feel like how our brains work are different. And okay, and here's how I'm going to explain it. So I feel like (laughs) a man's brain is like my brain before antidepressants and after. So a girl's brain was me before antidepressants where I could just fucking lay back and I could just think of something so hot and I'd come in like three seconds, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're a boy, now this is what I have to do. I have to watch porn to come. Mm -hmm. I have to change the video (laughs) and... It takes me, like, at least five to ten minutes to even climax. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is what they're dealing with. Like, their brains are numb or some shit. (laughs) And they just, like, it's not the same thing. And I feel like it's, like, the girl version is me, not on antidepressants. And the boy version is on antidepressants. Because every guy that I've talked to about porn, especially with my sex podcast, when I ask about, like, what do you watch? Like, how does it work? It's very, like... I just want I, it makes me come, mm-hmm. you know? And now and I didn't understand that until my clit didn't work anymore from my <laughs> movies up in my head. <laughs> the the brain movies weren't working anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. The clit the the clit has turned into the <laughs> iron clit and I have to fucking watch something hot to make it happen.
0: But I feel so like annoying. part of it is like social messaging of like like women are like, at least like historically, and this is like a, things have changed a little bit. But like, mm-hmm. you know, when you watch like shows and movies and stuff, like they don't concern themselves with like, how women actually come. They just like, right. they're like coming from just like regular sex and like, right stuff like that. And like, it's very male driven. Like, I've yes. gone on so many rants to like, Nolan and just like, other people I know when we like talk about and analyze film. About how, like, they'll make any excuse for, like, a woman to be topless or, like, women have, like, tons of nude scenes and then, like, men, like, rarely ever have to, like, show their dicks. And when they do, they use, like, a prosthetic to make it, like, Mm -hmm. look perfect, you know? And just, like, how everything is so, like, I feel like women have this, like... Either like a, a guilt about like watching stuff or just the fact that it's like not tailored to them, like it's it's just different. Like whereas like yeah. with men it's like even just regular movies that aren't porn are giving you like titties and ass all the time. And it's mm-hmm. just like you should like this because you're a guy, and if you don't like it, like there's something wrong with you, bro.
1: How are like titties PG thirteen in like a slasher movie, but a dick is like NC seventeen?
0: Yeah, exactly. How how is that? How how are they different? Because like, oh, like women being naked, like that's how it should be. You know? Fuck that.
1: I never even really thought about that until you said that. Like there's such a like. No I'm never going to be able to watch something. I'm going to be so mad. I mean, there
0: is like there's such an imbalance of like actresses and like what they're expected to show and give with their body and also have it look perfect and like have it be natural right versus like male actors and what their expectations are like maybe they have to show their butt or something which is like different and I just think that kind of adds on to like the idea that like men probably feel less guilty like watching porn and like experiencing pleasure versus like women because that hasn't been like catered to them you know Mm, that makes sense this is a lot for a friends episode.
1: (laughs) I was, and I was just thinking like, well, the boy brain, the movies worked for me because I see boobs and I'm like, boobs!
0: (laughs) I'm not saying
1: that like it's wrong. No, I know! But I'm going to think about it differently now. Because I don't, I don't see dicks in shows or in
0: anything. I I don't see anybody's penises but I see a whole lot of tits. It's like, okay, there was this scene in Oppenheimer. I'll use a recent example. Watching Oppenheimer, there's like three sex scenes or something in the Atomic Bomb movie. And there's this, like, (laughs) there's this one scene where, like, uh, like, Oppenheimer and then the person that Florence Pugh plays, like, they just had sex or whatever, and they're talking and she's just sitting there in the chair with her, like, tits out or whatever, and he's sitting in there in the chair and they have, like, a blanket like, draped over his, like, Mm -hmm. crotch. And it's like, okay, so she, like, they could easily give her a blanket, like, So she has to show full tits and like the audience needs to see her topless for like the experience. But him, like we'll cover him up. Like he doesn't have to show all that, you know. Mm -hmm. It's just the little things. And I could go on, but I don't need to I don't need to get on my soapbox about this. My point is that I that's why my point is I feel like that's why storylines like this bother me because it's just like oh like guys love naked ladies and like they're just gonna have them on all the time and like that's just guys and like and I don't think guys are like that either like I don't (laughs) I feel like most normal guys wouldn't invite me over and then just be like oh yeah I'm casually like playing this porn porn. in the background (laughs) like I don't think I have a single male friend that I can think of who would do that
1: yeah I'd be like what is this why is this happening <laughs> and if they I did leave. I'd be
0: like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> 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 I do like yeah, when they I co- love that <laughs> when they come in and they're like we need a porn break <laughs> can we watch two <laughs> cartoons at your apartment <laughs> please
1: sometimes when I'm like taking a sip of coffee or water and I'm talking and I'm like mm-hmm I feel like Ross when his teeth are really white and he's responding <laughs> on the date, but he's not really talking because I can't because I have something in my mouth. But I just had to share that because that's
0: what I feel like. <laughs> and then, of course, it ends with Joey and Chandler realizing that porn isn't real life and then they turn it off and then they check. To see but if then it's they still turn there. it on and they
1: still I have, have it. it. Yay. Is it? I feel like it's more so that it's free and not that it's nudity, Mm -hmm. honestly. They just want the option of the free porn channel to always be there, and they're afraid that if they change it, that it would go away because they don't have free porn like us. So this idea to them
0: is very exciting. Give it 20 years, they're gonna love the iPhone. They are gonna (laughs) love that thing. They'll never leave their rooms. (laughs) <laughs> they're gonna be amazon joey's priming be a bunch out of by tissues then. In, and then they're just gonna stay in their rooms joey's on cialis <laughs> how old do you think <laughs> these motherfuckers are well if they're 30 <laughs> in 50. the 90s you need cialis when you're 50 i think
1: i think sometimes yeah i think that their their dicks can stop working i feel like it's like menopausal time you know like our shit kind of starts stop oh, working yeah. their stuff kind of stops where I mean I mean no judgment we, it's natural but it's not na- yeah it's just a part of a part of it you know so I uh, that's what I would imagine I'm learning for Joey. I
0: thought this was like 60 year olds who had this problem I don't think so I don't
1: know but I I I, I have a hunch that it might for some I think it's like menopause. Some people do it at 40, and some people it can happen to at like 70. You never know. It just, it can happen,
0: you know? Ah, getting old. So fun. (laughs) We have covered
1: so much in this show today.
0: The way, like,
1: I don't even know how I'm going to write a copy for this.
0: And here I thought we wouldn't have anything to talk about. I was trying to think, (laughs) before we started, I was like, huh. What should we talk about in between scenes? You know that with me, you never have to worry about that. I don't I'm know. I got you I don't there. I know why I doubted you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and what's so funny is when I had my other podcast, I would think to my I would have a list of like what I wanted the show or the episode or how it to go and every time at the very end I'd look back at my list and think didn't touch a single one of those topics. It just took its own legs and ran. We did and not that's, talk about this. That's pretty much how this is. Did we, wait, did we talk about
0: all the storylines? I feel like we forgot one. We have, oh, we have not talked about Phoebe. Arguably, like, the most important storyline. And, like, the, sh- the it feels so short. It kind of is. Like, they give so much time to just porn being on. Yep. Um... <laughs> Rachel and Phoebe, they go to her OBGYN, they're listening to the heartbeat, and they hear three heartbeats. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that she's having triplets.
1: The way that she is so mean to this doctor. (laughs) I'm gonna have three (laughs) babies walking around inside of me. (laughs) She's Having three babies is not much different than having one. What do you know?
0: <laughs> she's so hostile to everyone in the medical field. Like, throughout her pregnancy, Always sees her being <laughs> mean to doctors. It's true. <laughs> the exact oh opposite God. of Rachel's pregnancy when she's only nice to the doctors. <laughs> well, yeah, because
1: she wants to have sex with one of them. <laughs>
0: um, at the coffee house, we see the return of Frank and Alice. And I love that, like, they're so instantly happy to hear about the fact that they're going to have three kids.
1: Why does he want to quit going to college? I don't understand (sighs) how that would solve... Anything. Anything. Well, college is expensive. Yeah, but wouldn't it be better to finish it so that you could get a job, like, a better-paying job for your three kids?
0: Well... Yeah, she, I wrote in my notes, I was like, why the fuck are they, like, if he was gonna go to college, why mm-hmm. wouldn't they wait and have a baby until after college? Like, they should have timed this better, but they don't seem like they're very smart, so.
1: <laughs> we don't really see them
0: ever again after the babies are born. <laughs> Barely. They, like, pop in for, like, two the or three The babies episodes. pop yeah. in,
1: and then... He comes back way later
0: when the kids are adults, but she fucking doesn't. Yeah, they, like, I think, well, she started doing, or was doing, that seventy. That show. That seventy show? Yeah. I don't know if she, because this is, like, I think that seventy show premiered in, like, ninety eight, ninety seven, 97 or mm. 98? Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she was already doing it. But I think, like, that probably interfered with her time.
1: I never liked that show, which is so ironic now considering I'm a stoner. I love that show. But like, maybe I should
0: retry it, but I just don't like it or I didn't like it when I was younger. You should retry it. I feel like that is a show that you would love. It's so funny and the characters, they're like stupid funny. Is it stressful? Not really. I don't think it's stressful. Mm -hmm.
1: Maybe I was like, oh, this is stressful. because
0: I've been starting to watch The Nanny and that's been really great. I love The Nanny. The, that's I, I don't think that seventy show is super stressful because there's n- it's one of those sitcoms where like continuity kind of goes out the window sometimes like they don't take themselves okay. super seriously. So okay. like there's never a continuing storyline that's like life or death. It's kind okay. of just like silly fun and getting high.
1: Yeah, but, like, I, don't, I think I turned the nanny off the other day because I was really stressed out about the storyline. <laughs> They're never that stress. Like, I literally cannot watch Seinfeld. It is so stressful. <laughs> it is
0: hilarious. But it is stressful. I can't. I love Seinfeld. I love all these shows. The nanny is, like, such a, the nanny is such a, like, comfort show to me just because, like, My sister and I, like, growing up, two Jewish gals, we just loved watching The Nanny on Nick at Night together. Mm -hmm, I have, mm -hmm. like, so many episodes of that show, like, memorized at this point from my childhood. There's just something so soothing about it to me, and I feel like it's gained a little more traction the past couple of years since it's been on HBO Max, and I'm thrilled about it.
1: Yeah, it's it's really good. I used to... My mom and I used to have what we would call quote-unquote cuddle time. We wouldn't touch each other, but we would <laughs> lay in the same bed and watch America's Next Top Model. Love it. Um, Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders making the team. We would watch every sitcom Under the Sun. Like, mm-hmm. it was just TV time with mom and the nanny was also one of them because it was on whatever was on Nick at Night. And mm-hmm. I just... and like. We would we would start the night on like Fresh Prince of Bel Air or something, and then when they would change up the schedule on us, <laughs> oh, it was a little rough. We were like, oh, a new show, ooh. and then we'd be like, I hate this, and then you know, give us a month, and we'd be like, love the new schedule. But uh, so such simple times, such simple. And then I remember, <laughs> I think I was fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. I don't know. I didn't want to do it anymore. I wanted to hang out in my room on my computer. I didn't want to watch shows with my mom anymore. Mm -hmm. And my family was all about communication. So I was like, well, I need to tell her, but I'm too scared to tell her to her face. So I got on my little AOL, (laughs) and I drafted my mom a very serious, weird, ominous email where I was like, hey, love you so much. Don't want to watch TV at night anymore just want to hang out in my room <laughs> love you best katie and i somehow got in trouble <laughs> my, my dad was like katie you can't <laughs> you can't email people how you feel because you don't want to tell them to their face <laughs> I was like why it was the easier option and now she knows and he was like you still have to tell them to their face <laughs> so and my funny. mom was like you bitch <laughs> Why don't you want to watch TV anymore? I don't think she actually called me a bitch. But I just remember being like, this is a big deal. And I was just trying to slip a little email. And But then, like, now when I think back, like, if you're a mom and, like, your daughter is watching TV with you for, like, ever. And then she's just like, peace, bitch. Because I'm a fucking teenager. Like, that hurts. How sad. I'm so the sorry. the end of era. And I'm just like, "Hi, Mom, it's Katie." Like, what is going on? <laughs> to whom on? it may
0: concern. I want to play Neopets in my room. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's like so adorable, though. I know, but I can't believe that's I outrageous. tried to break up with her over email. <laughs> I, I was like.
1: Not doing it, not can't (laughs) tell her to her face. I knew she was gonna be sad, and she was. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh man, yeah. But sitcoms like that, it makes me think of my mom. Man, we would just watch them until I didn't want to anymore.
0: (laughs) Well, all this to say, watch that 70s show, (laughs) okay? I will, but
1: yeah, we both didn't like that
0: 70s show, so we both would not watch it. (laughs) It has a very distinct voice, but I love it. Now, Frank and Alice start to actually freak out about the cost and time of having triplets. Alice Mm. is like, I teach home ec, so I guess I'll just start a sweatshop and they can make our baby clothes, which is kind of like fucking hilarious. It is pretty great. I mean, that would be great. They could learn. It's perfect. But it's also like, yeah, how are they going to afford triplets on a home ec teacher's salary with Frank going to refrigerator school?
1: I guess they should have thought about this before they had a girl who has a twin sister (laughs) as their surrogate. And yeah, I mean, mean, you put a lot of eggs in there, too. Like sometimes more than one sticks.
0: That's actually why there's a rise in uh, multiple births lately, because a lot of people are doing IVF. And with IVF, you have an increased chance of getting multiples. There's tons of IVF babies at the school that I work at, and a lot of them are twins. That's very interesting. It's just kind of like a, it's just a normal part of the process, kind of. They tell you, like, to kind of expect that.
1: It's so cool. Like, you take two things that normally have to be mixed inside of a body. Mm -hmm. You mix them in a dish. You actually make an embryo that's like, this is actually a a child now. Mm -hmm. And then you just yeet it into the uterus and hope for the love of god that it attaches to the uterine wall and that's so cool and like it's your baby or it cannot be your baby if you can't have kids Mm -hmm. you can get an embryo of another kid and have that one it's so cool
0: it's really cool i saw like a tiktok recently about like like, someone was talking about how they were, like, an original IVF baby. Like, they are they're, mm-hmm. they're fr- they were born in, like, the 90s or something where it was, like, a lot rarer for people to do these kinds of procedures and how, like, they haven't really met that many other IVF babies. But now there's so many and, like, it's becoming mm-hmm. more common. It's just a really interesting... I feel like we've talked about this before in a different episode, but it's just, like, such an interesting POV to, to learn about.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's funny because I feel like,
0: isn't that how... In Look Who's Talking, isn't that how she gets pregnant? Or like I still haven't seen that movie, and I know you love that movie. You always tell me to watch Look Who's Talking, and I never you have seen to it. come over.
1: We're gonna get really baked, and we're gonna watch Look Who's Talking. Like <gasps> it is. I'm so down. It's such a weird, great movie, and I there's this one point where when she's when she's pregnant and she eats this bag of like wontons. You know when you go to like a Chinese restaurant and they give Ooh, you I love those. Those fuck. Okay, so there used to be an Albertsons near me when I lived in Santa Clarita that would sell these by the bag. Mm -hmm. And remember how I told you about Midge and how I was insane and I would pretend to be pregnant? Okay, Mm -hmm. so Look Who's Talking was one of those movies where I would be pregnant and I'd watch Oh, God, you guys are learning so much about me. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> and we're getting more new listeners. Okay, so I would lit in there in and there's a scene where she's like wearing this black outfit and she's eating the wontons, and I literally would do that, and I loved it. <laughs> I could quote that movie; it's so fantastic. Same with um, Father of the Bride Part Two. Oh,
0: I love Anything that
1: movie. That had mm-hmm. pregnant women and babies in it. I was watching in a leotard with a baby around me. And what is so, so funny to me is that I don't even think I'm going to have kids now. And I was so obsessed with having a baby. It was all I wanted in life. (laughs) I remember I went to the hospital because I had terrible asthma. And I loved it because I pretended like I was having a baby. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm six and, like, dying. I can't breathe. I'm, like, doing a breathing treatment. And I'm, like, anything for my baby. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. You're, like, Christ. doing the Lamaze breathing. You're, like.
1: <laughs> you like, like they're wheeling me in. And I'm, like, going to have my baby. you like, this is all your fault. My mom's, like, damn, she's in good spirits. I don't understand why she's so
0: excited to be here. We used to have these, like, helmets. Like, the kid-sized helmets for our bikes. Mm-hmm. And they were like the perfect shape of like a pregnant belly, and that's what I would put in my shirt to pretend to be pregnant, and it gave the perfect shape. Wait. You did it too? Yeah. I was I was also obsessed. I would also for years Wait, I would put the helmet in.
1: I told a story last week about me being obsessed with this and this time and you've waited for,
0: I keep for saying two yes. full stories.
1: No, you haven't you didn't say it like this. Well You didn't say it for years well, last with time, a helmet
0: Well last time you were telling it and I didn't want to take over and try to be making it about me no, I was enjoying listening to you your story Silly bitch this no th- no, no that's not how it works I don't want to you be like me. well I used to do blah 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 Like I was like no let no. Katie tell her story <laughs> But yeah I used to I also put the I would put the helmet in there I'd walk around I like that. I love you're treated.
1: This is a podcast. This is when you tell a story. I'm never going to be offended if I tell a story and you're like, dude, when I was a kid, I'd use a helmet. That's
0: crazy. <laughs> I used a helmet. Bitch! I was not, I wasn't pregnant like throughout the year like you were. It was just like when we okay. were playing dolls and stuff. I would always like, okay. I'd have the helmet yep. in, I'd be pregnant. I was also okay. obsessed with watching like the birth and baby like movies and like tv shows to the point where i really wanted to go see that anthony anderson movie my baby's daddy because there were (laughs) babies in it not realizing that it was like a pg-13 kind of like raunchy comedy i didn't i never ended up seeing it because my parents were like why the fuck do you want to see this movie but any like movie trailer i saw with babies in it i like really wanted to see it
1: I think the reason that I'm so mad is because I've told this to so many people <laughs> and I have never ever heard of anybody who did the same. Doing it too.
0: Yeah, I this thought that's what incredible. kids did. They like give yourself a pregnant belly and all that.
1: Everyone I've told this to was like, "Wow, that's crazy. You <laughs> fucking weirdo." Well, it
0: sounds like you were more committed than I was, but I definitely <laughs> I definitely Only from October it.
1: to Christmas, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I definitely did that. I definitely, when I was playing, I would If that.
1: you ever let me tell a story again and you don't say something this good. <laughs> God damn it, girl. Well,
0: I'm just letting you know for future reference, if you ever want to do it again, get a helmet. Those are the perfect shape. <laughs> because they, like, because they get, like, fuller towards, like, the middle, you know? So it was, like, mm-hmm. the perfect roundness. The natural mm-hmm. slope. Yeah. And it could, yeah. like... I could get it to, like, stay in the shirt. I could, like, clip it, you know? That was, like, yeah, perfect. makes... That really makes a
1: lot of... Wow, this is great. This is this incredible is why we're to friends. find out.
0: This oh, is I feel why. so much
1: better about my childhood. Because I literally, <laughs> after this, was going to Google, like, what crazy? does being obsessed with pregnancy as a kid mean? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and you were out I here could... doing it. You were just like, oh, let me not... Well, Let me not tell her because I don't want to step on her story. <laughs> if, it,
0: if it helps... <laughs> Speaking as someone who has a background in child development, I can tell Hmm. you that it's normal. It's something called sociodramatic play, which is a way of playing. It's like, you know how kids play house and like pretend to be adults and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's normal. It's like like a child's way of like figuring out how the world works by like imitating what they've seen from adults. Okay. So it's kind of that like your way of, like, and, like, pe- they do it in a way that interests them. I mean, maybe, like, kids weren't interested in pretending that they were, like, pregnant, but they're interested in, like, pretending that they're a fireman or, like, I something see. like okay. that. So, okay,
1: mine just happened to be a pregnancy obsession yeah. when yours was, too. Yeah, so I love it's this normal. <laughs> we're normal yay we're Yay! Woo.
0: I can't wait to tell my therapist I'm fixed and I'm done um, I can graduate should we wrap up the Phoebe storyline Oh, I thought we yeah you thought we did <laughs> so Phoebe's making this her problem of course because everything that Frank and Alice do they have to make Phoebe's mm-hmm. problem Of course. She's trying to sell knives. I mean. I also
1: love that they show her like carrying her uh, massage table in. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm just too pregnant for this. I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. I've never seen her once carry her (laughs)
0: massage table when she wasn't pregnant. But okay, sure. I know. Was she not working at like, I guess. Oh, yeah. I guess she gets fired. So now she's just doing like freelance massages. Wouldn't you do that like from home? Yeah, why is she going to people's (laughs) homes? Maybe. Why are you... Maybe she can charge more if she goes to other people's homes. You're pregnant
1: now, so have people come to you. Like, rent a space. What is wrong with her? (laughs) She's going to open a Saturn dealership?
0: Oh my god, what's happening? Saturn
1: isn't even around anymore.
0: I did ask Nolan that. I was watching and she was like, after I sell these knives, I'm going to get money to open a Saturn dealership. And I went, whoa, I haven't heard about Saturns in a while. I had to ask right? one if they were still around. They're not. I don't think they are.
1: Yeah. I, oh, yes. He's a car man. Mm-hmm. Not me in my head being like, he's a boy. He'd know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he'd really know. I did write. There's like a. Oh, it's this next scene where she comes in to talk about the relaxy taxi. Monica and Chandler are legitimately cuddling on a chair. Mm. Even though there's plenty of seating and an open couch, they're like sitting on a chair together. The cuddles continue. This friendship group, I don't get. I don't get Maybe
1: it. next time you come over when we watch Look Who's Talking, we can cuddle. I don't want to. And then when you leave, I will just platonically kiss you on the mouth.
0: <laughs> Thanks for coming. I am not a touchy-feely person. Like the idea of having to cuddle with someone, I'm like so Stop.
1: My best friend Alyssa is the biggest hugger in the world. I don't, I fucking hate them. I don't like But it. I give them to her every time because she loves them. So I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get
0: it. Now, Phoebe and Rachel barge in with an idea where Phoebe can open a massage company in their old van. The, then they get into this whole fight about Relaxy Taxi versus Relaxy Cab. And I just had to ask you which one you personally think is better.
1: I mean, I like Relaxy Taxi until I hear Rachel's, it's supposed to be like Taxi Cab. Relaxy, relax-y cab. cab. Like, that is good, but Relaxy Taxi. Something about it makes my toes tingle, and I want to <laughs> dance. You know, like I don't know. Like I think that they both work. They have merits. They yeah, like relaxy taxi. Like I would understand what that is. Relaxy cab. I would think what a fun play on words. You know,
0: like I don't know. I feel like relaxy cab is more clever, but relaxy taxi is more fun to say. Yes, there it is. Yep. <laughs> mm hmm. Um, and that's. Really the solution of the Phoebe storyline would have loved to see Frank and Alice come up with their own ideas, but of course they can't. Don't. They just they're, love to use her. They're useless and users, <laughs> yes. <laughs> this was a middle of the road episode to me. It It's one that I skip and sometimes when there's a lot of episodes I skip, I'll like rewatch them and I'll be like, whoa, this was actually really good. Kind of like last week's episode. This is yeah. one where I'm like. I understand why I skip it <laughs> I understand why I don't watch this one yeah <laughs> it's not the worst but it's not the best um yeah I, I am really excited to watch the Rachel's new dress episode which is next week although I new guess it, for us it's going to be next month <laughs> what's what is the episode that's the one where she like wears lingerie in front of Joshua's parents <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's such a great story it's line. so funny
0: <laughs> <laughs> I jumped up and I'm literally popped laughing in. out
1: loud thinking about it. So obviously, that's a great I episode.
0: You guys are gonna yeah. have to stick around, hang in there a couple of weeks, and we'll be back with that episode. <laughs> um, what were your titles for this one, Katie? I really went above and beyond um, for somebody who couldn't remember what happened
1: in the middle of the episode. We really have just the <laughs> most titles in the world. So we have the one with the secret triplets. Love it. I don't know. Um, the one with Monica's fantasy, because wow, she says fantasy so many times <laughs> about her fantasy about her brother. Uh, the one with the I love yous and thank yous. <laughs> I like um,
0: that.
1: The one with the bow chicka, Wow, wow, just for fun, because um, I like that joke mm-hmm. with uh, Rachel. And the one with the relaxy cab. Just you know, those are cause. really solid. I like all of those. Thank you. I just, I was like watching it and writing them as they happened. I was like, let me know that I'm going to write titles and think of it through the episode and instead of after being like, what should my titles
0: be? So we had a different approach. Yeah, those are all great. And the, I don't have any similar ones. Great. For once. What are yours? Um, The one with Ross's Grand Gesture. Okay. Okay. That was the weakest Love. of the three. Um, The one with the giant chocolate bar, because (laughs) that cracks me up. I love that that's where you went. The Toblerone. And then my personal fave that I did, which is the one with the three heartbeats. Oh, sweetie, I love that one. That is, like, great. They should have done a Phoebe-related title for this episode. She so rarely gets a good storyline, and this is such a good storyline for her. Like, give her the titles.
1: It's true, but, like, the one with all the free porn is a, it's a grabber. That's true. It's like, oh, like, if people who don't watch Friends and they see that, they're going to be like, well, let me see what's going on with all this free porn. This is so scandalous. (laughs) so scandalous (laughs) in the 90s. Let me watch this. Oh, my God, Um,
0: Where can everybody find you, Katie? You can find me everywhere at Little Baby Kate's. Where can everybody find Ah, you. Ah, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram. When you (laughs) repeat it, you sound like
1: a robot. (laughs) Ah, you You can find me. (laughs) You guys can find
0: me at Cuckoo for Clo-Clo Puffs. And if you like this episode, feel free to share it with a friend who also likes friends. (laughs) Subscribe (laughs) on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And go ahead and give us a review so that we can read it aloud on the podcast.
1: Yes, and so sorry that we're going to leave for a bit, but we'll be back.
0: Bon voyage, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> She's really excited, if you couldn't tell. Adios. <laughs> do you have another one? Aloha! Because <laughs> that means hello and goodbye.
1: <laughs> I was assuming it, like there was another one, so I was waiting
0: for it, and I was like, oh, maybe there isn't. Maybe it was just the two then. How do they say... How do they say goodbye? Oh, au revoir. (laughs) I wish you guys could see her face if she says these. Au revoir. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I am not prepared to go to Europe. I don't know how to speak any of the languages. (laughs) You'll learn. You're going to figure it out, babe. I'm going to come back and I'm going to be one of those like annoying bitches who's like. Oh, God. Oh, hello! Welcome back to the pod. And then I'm gonna be like, sorry, I picked up an accent on my trip. Why are you selling like Mrs. Delphi? <laughs> oh my god, I just rewatched that movie. <laughs> oh, it's so good, but so sad. I can't watch it, it hurts. <sighs> Alright, guys, we will see you in a couple weeks for the one with Rachel's dress. you! <gasps> <Au revoir. laughs> <laughs>